Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Sassy Tarot Sassy Sassy Tarot Welcome to an audio journey through the world of tarot <laughs> with me, Veronica Osorio. So sit back, relax, and let the journey begin. To see the cards from today's episode, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SassyTarotPod. That's A-S-A-S-S-Y, tarot, like a regular tarot, T-A-R-O-T-P-O-D. SassyTarotPod. SassyTarotPod. Welcome to Sassy Tarot. Yeah. My name is Veronica Osorio, and what you're hearing in the background, which is the foreground too, <laughs> it's the music by Peter Mark Kendall. And this is a new edition of our mini episodes. <laughs> Today we're feeling very groovy, and it's a perfect vibe because, um, we're going to talk about Venus, the Empress, card number three of the major arcanas, although she's the fourth character we get to meet. Mm-hmm. She's like sassy exactly like this. So Venus, the Empress, you guys ready? So if you're at home, get out of your house right now. If you're in your car, get out of the car. Get out, everyone get out. And uh, take a deep breath and uh, fucking um, exhale all the bullshit that you've been experiencing lately. In the heat of the summer. 
and let's get into this. So we continue our journey into the fool's um, path, <laughs> the fool's journey, and the empress. She is um, she's the embodiment of the divine feminine. So what does that mean? Well, um, both the Empress and the Emperor, which I'm recording both on the same day and it's very appropriate, are, uh, they're the mother and the father of the major arcanas. So if the High Priestess, which is the previous card, and if you didn't listen to that episode, you should go back and definitely listen to it because this is, or like start from the Fool. The Empress is the ultimate female in the highest vibration. But what does this mean, right? Because some people get tripped up about like feminine. So I'm supposed to what be identified as a woman to feel in my Empress? No, not the case. Every single human being goes through every single one of the major arcanas at some point in their lives and they embody those principles even several of them sometimes in a day as I'm home and I'm like using my intuition and kind of feeling my body and feeling what I need to eat and, and making sure I make my space beautiful and making sure I'm taking care of I'm using my female my self-caring, intuitive, flexible, like water, part of my self. And if I'm at home, <laughs> I'm just at home. I'm just at home in this example. If I'm at home, but I'm like organizing, stru structuring, making it all, uh, giving it, thought, rational thought, I'm in my emperor, I'm in my masculine. So the they are Venus and Mars, except that Mars is the god of war. But let's not talk about the emperor yet. And I kind of like about the empress and emperor that she is number three and he's number four in the tarot. And each one of these numbers matter, and I'll explain it in a second. But I always love how when you listen to anyone explain this or read about them, the explanation of the emperor is always compared to the empress who came just before, just before him. Uh, so they're absolute counterparts to each other. And she's usually described on her own, just like Mother Earth. And then he is described counterbalance to her and I like that as a female uh, but also I think it's a larger metaphor to what these cards embody so let's get into this so in the Raider Waite uh, tarot deck she is the mother the female principal uh, the sexiest probably uh, she has kind of like 
a boho chic <laughs> couch she's laying on. She looks pretty comfortable. Uh, sometimes I see her as a as pregnant, even though she do, it's not necessarily like what's in the drawing. It's just like she's wearing a big robe full of uh, I want to say roses here, but I don't. They're flowers for sure. Uh, and she's at sundown, just sitting by the water next to a bunch of weed. She has a specter in her uh, hand, and there's like stars in her head, and she's just like, "Yeah, bitch." Uh, she is. So when, uh, okay, where do I start? I want to talk about the elements of the card, and I want to talk about what the divine feminine and masculine are, and I want to talk about the number three, and definitely what you can make of her when you use her in a divination. So the Empress is sitting by the river of water and water is not only the subconscious mind and the feelings, but it's also the origin of life on earth. It's uh, flexibility. I heard on, on uh, another tarot that I've recommended here before and I can't recall, but I'll probably mention it soon, uh, how a river is so static but also never the same so like the water is always changing and flowing and it, there's just no going back and then at the same time you can always uh, the river has a specific shape and it changes through eons but it just roughly the same throughout our lifetimes unless man-made structures modify it water is such a gigantic part of the Empress, and the reason is because uh, she is the embodiment of fertility, intuition, manifestation, motherhood, uh, materialization. So she's sitting in her throne, and I've talked about this before, but when you're in your divine female power, you're kind of still. You're not moving. You're just sitting there and you're bringing and calling things to you. In most species, right, the male, not in every species, but the male does this dance to, like, get the, <laughs> the female of the species to, like, pick them. And she just kind of sits there and, like, looks at them <laughs> and picks. And that is the empress. The empress is so sure of what she's manifesting of, or of what it's she deserves or of what it's coming to her and what she deserves that she doesn't need to like be doing a lot of things there's a lot of, there's not a lot of exerting uh just the same she's maybe making a baby inside of her and she doesn't need to like go run to make this baby or she doesn't need to like make a lot of things and tools and do a series of movements in order to make this baby. Her body takes care of it as if we're talking about magic, right? She's just creating from stillness, empowered from stillness. And it doesn't mean that she's still like dead. She's very much alive. She's very much Mother Earth. She's very much full of mysteries and life and fruit and uh, 
air and water and wheat. So there's bread, there's everything. There's food, there's like milk. <laughs> there's so much nature right behind her. There's a sunset or a sunrise. But it's definitely like that epic moment where like Earth, it cycles, right? So like when we head towards the night or when we head towards the morning, it's uh, we're both in in a moment of change like we it's there's a clear shift she's definitely in touch with those natural rhythms and um so i want to talk a, a little bit about this wheat because to me that means bread it used to be if you have wheat and you're in the past you would you could exchange it for basically anything it means that you can eat you can make bread if you don't have wheat you may have to starve right and she has so much at her feet she's so abundant she also has a shield with the sign of venus so like it's even this like vulnerability and femininity that protects her and she doesn't even need to carry it just knowing that it's there it's enough Let's talk about a few more elements and then I'll talk about how other cards have portrayed this beautiful card. And while I look for the page. So I've been kind of like in this. Um, I just like I, I see so many like tarot readers on YouTube and mostly I, I look for like uh, when I'm going to do these episodes, I look for meanings of cards and everyone can do that this and if you're looking to like become a professional reader you should definitely do that um but there's a lot of uh links that are popping in my suggestions about divine masculine divine uh, divine feminine and a lot of my their favorite readers are suddenly turning into this like topic of conversation and a lot of people are like it's a awakening of the divine feminine so what does this mean I feel like for a long time we thought women were almost like magical gods because we didn't know how science worked and we didn't know we need semen to like make men. So it just almost looked magical. Like she was there. No one's correlating fucking to baby making, right? So everyone's like, this is crazy, right? She makes milk, she makes babies, she like gives birth. Like how did this happen? So women were goddesses to the community and then eventually we figured out the bird and the flowers <laughs> the bees and the flowers and then it shifted and then women were made to be the weak gender quote unquote right um and so we had a this is these are eras of humanity and this i'm getting from the, my uh explaining the thought tarot deck the Alistair Crowley tarot deck he calls him uh, it's like it's just sages whatever it's more complicated if you want to get into it you should definitely read that book but I feel like recently with every the sexual harassment accusations the equal equality like we're equality and everything all these topics and mental health and like instinct and there's a lot more of people like who are interested in in all of this stuff like esoteric stuff there's an awakening of people wanting to connect with their instinct 
and their inner self and to be guided by something that's not necessarily God or law. It's something that comes from within. And the most empowered version of your inner self that's also self-caring and loving towards yourself, your mother self, <laughs> when you mother yourself, that I feel it's the divine feminine and we all have the potential to wake it, wake it up. And I feel like everyone has been. And women have been hurt by what this means, right? Because it's like, he did something to you, you should like, <laughs> you should cut him off or like, you should like, drop his ass, right? There's this sassy thing of like, this is how an empowered woman does things. But I feel like we're slowly shifting to understand that not everything is like that, not black and white, and that that actually hurts the divine feminine inside of you because it cuts away process and understanding and trying to figure out how things happen and why they happen. And uh, it's not like you have a connection to someone and you can just be like oh d done like we have a saw it doesn't happen so it's a little bit more there's more flow I feel like people are looking to connect more with their own personal flow needs pain so when women felt like that was the empowerment there's still like suffering and confusion happening but I feel like that is slowly shifting so the Divine Feminine is the highest vibration, and by that I mean your calmest, highest standard that you can have for yourself. But it's not a petty thing. It's very, it's just self-care. Now, a lot of people justify a lot of bullshit in the name of quote-unquote self-care, and that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about... Matching what you do in the physical with your clear inner self, purest standards, if that makes sense. So how do we apply this? She, so I'm talking about all of this because that's what the, the topics that the Empress brings up in a reading. When we see her in a reading, we can think about those. We can think, am I at my highest vibration in my divine feminine. And this is for guys too. Uh, am I taking care of myself? What are my standards? If I was the best mother I could be to myself, who would I be? If I was the most empowered I can be and also very, very kind, who would I be? Who can I be? Yeah. so empowered <laughs> okay she's closely connected to the concepts of love marriage and motherhood she often relates to the relationship between husbands and wives mother and children and um, to me when I see the Empress is also like almost soulmate connection type of conversations if you're talking about work I see her as manifesting manifesting that thing creating it from stillness because sometimes you uh, sometimes when you want like a job right you can go out in the world and send resumes and like do a lot of actions that's the emperor but you need to also in your stillness at home or wherever you think about your shit 
go there in your mind and your heart and visualize like what job would make me feel the happiest what job would make me feel like I rule or like I'm the best or like truly lets me express my full potential uh, from within to the outside world and that visualization that stillness like that feeling in the feeling of where I want to be that's the empress you know the emperor comes and organizes and like makes it happen in the real world <laughs> but she is very much visual visualization I know how to say that word I'm just not saying it right now um, the Empress's domain is a garden of earthly delights where trees blossom with flowers and a clear blue stream ensures lush growth and a promising harvest her garden is a refuge and a paradise where nature will tend to her young until they come to fruition she has 12 stars in her head one for each one of the zodiacs. If you don't believe in that, that's okay. Because sometimes I see it as like a crown of stars. And that could mean so many things depending on the reading, depending on what you want. Sometimes I'm like, oh, Paramount Pictures. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, this is the glow-in-the-dark stars that I put in my bedroom. Like, the, it can be so many things. And depending on your context, you may read them differently. But that's what it's supposed to mean. The scepter means that she rules the earth mother earth is the ultimate empress right because she is from that solid rock just creating unbelievable wonders forever uh she's known as venus as well the goddess of love and affection her eternal partner is the emperor and uh she's blonde in the rider Waite tarot deck which is kind of funny to me because these cards are so old and when I see a blonde woman like that, I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> I'm not like my mom, you know, because I'm not uh, of a blonde woman's. I'm not of a blonde mother. <laughs> um, the cypress trees are a symbol of eternal life. And we assume the emperor is uh, married to the emperor. emperor. And she is um, a gateway to a new life. So when we're talking about her in a reading well it depends on where you are because if if the card lands in a position where you are that person in the present it's telling you that whatever you're doing mentally and in terms of your instincts and emotions it's working and it's soon going to materialize some good stuff for you if it's a challenge or it's a um upright it's not upright, it's like reversed. It may mean mommy issues. It may mean that something's blocking your flow to materialize. Uh, it may mean that you're not seeing the abundance that you have or you're not in your power or that you have forgotten that to materialize, you need instinct too. You need flow and you need uh to it's like self-love uh if she's next to a lot of swords a lot of different cards that may mean family this might actually mean literally a mother figure that is around and is trying to tell you some something point to something uh if you're asking about work this may mean 
as a result, it means that things are coming to materialization or that you should continue to think of it that way because that mindset will make them happen sooner or later. She's so calm. And it's almost like, how can she be so sexy with so much clothes? <laughs> she looks like a bag of flowers, but that's her power. It's like, I don't even need to. She's like, I woke up like this. And every person may fall in love with her, even though she just woke up and she sleeps in grandma's gowns. Um, so I want to talk about other decks and what they mean. Uh, oh, and oof, I almost forgot this important thing. So she's number three. So we're talking about... Um, She's both like the ethereal, like this instinct, this thing that's like kind of untouchable and so hard to define that we all have. We all have instinct. We all have instinct. Every baby, I don't know. Well, let's just say, let's assume every baby knows how to go to the tit <laughs> and eat, right? And even if you are born with like a physical problem and literally cannot do that you still have instinct that's not a thing that you can't like you don't have i don't know of anyone who doesn't have instinct and even instinct seems almost like ethereal like where does instinct come from what voice tells you to go and just act and do that thing or whatever but at the same time she's mother earth so it's so earthly so like grounded and static She's both. And the union of these two things materializes new life, new projects, new creative endeavors, new jobs, new... She materializes, so that's the three. It's you plus me make a third. So three is a perfect number, the completion of a cycle. So it's... You need two to make another one, right? In every species. Except plants. Plants are funny. But that's what she means. She's she's this person who turns a two into a three. Uh, if you're a little if you're religious, you can think of it like me. If or thinking about spirituality specifically. You can think me plus God and the place where me and God meet, right? The three is is productive. Like, you made it happen. From within to the outside, you have created a third thing. So that's what that three is. It's a completion of a cycle. It's a materialization of a third through your female body but if you're not a female it means that you can still like you can materialize from within that's what it says you can materialize from within and that's the best way to materialize because sometimes you can uh, exert a lot of uh, your own power on the world and try to like modify it and make it happen but that's very mental and sometimes you you can create whatever you can materialize anything you want that way but Sometimes if you just kind of sit there and say, okay, I just want the best 
to come to me. I just want the best job possible for this situation. I want the best uh, partner to come to me. I want the best possible situation for what I need. Uh, and focus on that in that simple kind of way. And there's no exertion. There's no like, um, first of all, you're not consuming that much energy. And, and second, that will kind of assure you that you're already in that mindset. So when it comes to you, you kind of know like, yes, this is what I meant. I just didn't know how to maybe the specifics of it. It's a very good card to get. And it has so much to say. It has so much to say. Uh, I still see Ohai here, so I don't know if that says something to you guys, but that's what I'm seeing with the Empress. So I'm gonna talk about the other cards. Uh, the Dali Tarot deck. If you're a fan of the painter, the surrealist, surrealist painter. He made Gala, of course, <laughs> the Empress. And she sits by what seems like a gigantic lake. She reminded me of like Montauk. <laughs> I was just there. I biked around the lake. And her eye line is, is where the horizon of that lake ends, right? So it's like her head is in the air. Her feelings are in the water. Her feet are on the earth. And she's creating with fire inside. So she's all the four elements. She's barefooted in this uh, depiction, which I really love because she's totally in touch with Earth and the cycles of Earth. There's weed and, and there's just a lot of air upstairs. She's like, it's almost like the top half of this card is how she's thinking, how she's materializing, how she's like living in her air, in her thoughts. It's uh, very gorgeous. It's one of the most beautiful empresses. And you can tell that he's completely and utterly obsessed and in love with her because it's just gorgeous. And then in my Oracle Tarot deck, we have fertility as this woman kind of looking at you and her hair is just going up like a tree. So that's another way to look at it, right? Like a tree. She also has like a little bit of a guitar strings. And um, I feel like there's no way to create without music. Music has been like, <laughs> now that my best friend is pregnant, every time I come near her and I like I say hi and then I start talking to her the babies like come out to say hi <laughs> like they know my voice they know my sounds they come out like you can feel them in the belly moving when you play music to them it's I like that this card says music to me because I feel like first that's a classic like women guitar body mount um bullshit um but it's not bullshit I mean it's true and it's artistic whatever but to me it's more like the inner rhythm, the inner music that you have can also create, and it's also like in her vagina, so I feel like it's kind of super sexy. Um, her heart chakra is highlighted here with a green light, meaning she's fully open. She's centered, she's creating from within. There's circles, there's trees. It's just very gorgeous and very like kind of peaceful, a peaceful manifester. And a tree, of course, is like, without trees, we don't have life on earth so she's just gorgeous and uh i have a couple other tarot decks but they're all so different and they all do something like i have another tarot de deck that says like she's dressed in gold because that means water and water is like and i'm like well all right that's a stretch but uh it's just she will forever like just like venus like how many representations of venus are there in all of the life of uh all of the history of art, a million. So that's how many ways you can represent this because 
ultimately it's your inner instinct so i think as many people are as they are in, there are in the world you can depict this empress so yeah that's the empress for you i hope you learned something from it i hope you were not that confused by my lack of structure uh i feel i dressed in red today and i kind of wanted to or i felt this morning i woke up in kind of my uh i wanted to be very feminine and very like uh try to apply it because i've been reading about her for this uh apply this like principle of uh just letting things come to me right letting things because i'm i'm sometimes i disconnect from that i don't know if this happens to you if you're a female but um or a guy too like you feel like you have to exert 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 and like do actions all the time think all the time figure it out before people you know like act 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 and i forget to like manifest from stillness and to just sit and enjoy there's nothing as annoying as it may be for women to like walk by a sidewalk and all the guys just like walk uh, turn around they're like Ooh. um there's something about that that is so powerful and it's um you are drawing energy towards you now you can be selective about what you let in but isn't that so nice and kind of powerful to be like so light and so in the in the knowing of who you are that people are like turning towards you of course those guys are just seeing tits but i mean <laughs> i was giving a parallel it's a parallel to that but less disgusting and rapey and like feeling like scared so yeah, that's the Empress. I don't think the Empress masturbates. I feel like she kind of like just uh, comes. <laughs> I feel like she's just like, uh, okay. I don't know. There's something about that um, when people say like they don't masturbate so they, they uh, accentuate their like sexual energy. I feel like there's something about that with her. It's very physical too. Don't let her fool you into just instincts and motherhood. It's also very sexy. So I'm not going to do an interactive right now because I don't have any warmed up decks. But I will pull an angel oracle card for everyone who's listening to this. Is that, is that cool with you guys? Tweet at me your response right now. <laughs> as, um, uh, also, she, she has multiple lovers. It's funny. Venus. All right, I'm gonna pull a card for everyone here. Here we go. And our angel oracle card is ground yourself. Funny, this looks like the Empress. It's an angel in a garden being like in touch with nature, flowers. So it says, when you detach from awareness of your body and the physical world, you become ungrounded. Although it's pleasant to float heavenward, your attention and work are needed upon the earth. We're helping you balance the spiritual and material so that you can enjoy a fulfilling earthly life. So yeah, what I said, she's not, she's she's in a visualization kind of knowing, so it's inside of her, but she's also touching the earth and she's very much mother earth. So this is very appropriate for what we're saying. You feel like you're floating or you're like in your car and your thoughts, just like try to look at the card in front of you and be like, the card in front of me is red. This is the license plate. This is what I can hear right now in the environment, just like grounding yourself. So that's your card for today, and that's the Empress, guys. So I hope you enjoyed it, and I wish you could see me because I look so cute. 
And uh, what you've been hearing in the background, which is amazing, it's the music of Peter Mark Kendall. And I am Veronica Sorio. Contact me at Sassy Tarot Pot. I want to say at Sassy Tarot Pot. Brett's not here. So I'm just going to say at Sassy Tarot Pot. <laughs> All right, guys. See you in a little bit. See you next time. I don't see you. What am I saying? Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.